sequel nobody asked for. Hello and welcome to a sequel nobody asked for. Today we are talking about the man, the myth, the Sasquatch finding legend, John Heater. You may know him from Napoleon Dynamite. You may know him from Blades of Glory, Benchwarmers, stuff like that. Today we're going to be in, doing an in-depth look at him with a couple people right here. We've got myself, Justin. Daniel. And Kyle. There we go. So John Heater, what do we know about him? What do we know about him? Well, uh, I happen to know a lot because I have his Wikipedia page pulled up. But uh, <laughs> wow. how, how, much do, how much do you gentlemen know? Um, I know a couple things. I know uh, his name is John. Um, he's been in a couple movies, and I've enjoyed those movies. So that's I think that li- like is the max of my knowledge, but I could be wrong. This man was like my upbringing, and I don't know why. I don't know why, but I had a weird obsession obsession with his sentence for you uh, of movies he was very at least in like the art form like he was my inspiration he he was he was my plato my socrates my mutant ninja turtle names insert here Raphael, leonardo dicaprio i I guess i i guess my question is that with a lot of people who uh Get as well versed in comedy as you, Justin. Myself? Yeah, sure. Uh, um, they usually are like, "Oh, my inspiration is like you know, someone with a someone with a little more in their belt, like you know, uh, a Will Ferrell or a Johnny Carson or even a Jimmy Kimmel if they grow up not to be funny." Why do you pick John <laughs> Heater? A Jimmy Kimmel? Dang, it's just he's a character actor, and it. It felt like he always wanted to be more, but also, from what I know about him, he he settled down pretty early, and he just he did passion projects. I don't think he was going for that big buck. I think he was true to himself. Okay, I can respect that. I can respect that. He's because I, I when we bring up his personal life, you'll see there's not much to bring up, which is rare for a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> When we go into this, you'll see we won't go into this much. <laughs> Just because there's not a lot to go into. The man the man lives a very established life. <laughs> and how so? How so? Well, let's start with his history. If you could take a guess where this man, this myth, this legend was born in this great nation of ours, where would you guys guess? I'm going to say Nebraska. Yeah, he's definitely a corn-fed boy. You are close because he was born in Fort Collins, Colorado. Dang. I feel like that's not too close. That's not really that close. (laughs) But I'll take it. (laughs) I mean, you got got John. You got his identical twin brother, Dan. He's got like three other brothers, a sister. They're not famous, but they're related to John Heater. So they already won won the lottery of life. Um, um, he's Swedish. That's 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 pretty cool. I just like that. There's another man that looks just like him. Uh, yeah, the I he is 
he has an identical twin brother who's not famous, but he's just been going off his life looking like John Heater, which is just <laughs> winning the genetic lottery. I mean, you never know. He could have been like in a movie somewhere as like an extra. Like maybe he replaces John Heater one time because he didn't want to go to work. Yeah, That's but like, oh, when the movies you pick are like Napoleon Dynamite or the Benchformers, that's just a that's just a gift to show up to set every day. <laughs> Good lord! So let's go. Let's go movie by movie. Let's talk about the classic perfection that is Napoleon Dynamite. See, it says something about John Heater's career because when you said the classic, the perfection, you could have been talking about any one of those movies. <laughs> you know, I, I was I was waiting to see which one it was. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. What is there to say? Um, this movie is surprisingly like very hit or miss with people. Oh, mm-hmm. upon my first viewing of this movie, I absolutely hated it. <laughs> I was like, yes. "What is this boring piece of mundane?" sluggish garbage that i'm watching where it just the pace of it is so strange and you just watch it and the aesthetic is like it's from the 90s but it's actually set in present day which at the time was like 2004 or something along those lines and i i I think it really uh, i think it like i think it hits you different not only what age you watch it at but like who you meet in your life because yeah. I'm like you, when I first watched it, 2004, it came out when I was like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. So it just, what kind of eight or nine year old wakes Napoleon Dynamite? You just don't get it. You want to, you want to, you'd rather watch the, uh, the animated Napoleon Dynamite cartoon if you want to get your John Heater fix, not the real Napoleon Dynamite. And I remember but, being at a sleepover watching everybody else had watched it before and they're like laughing, enjoying it. And I'm just sitting there like, what like how is this funny and they're all talking about oh can't wait for this next part can't wait oh can't wait and they hadn't all watched it like a million times they just watched it like once or twice before and they're like just ready for the next moment and i'm like i don't understand this but then that was me the next time i watched the movie i was like oh my god we're watching this movie whatever and then i'm like looking over around the corner going oh okay yeah, I remember when he eats a tater tot, pulls it out of his pocket. That's pretty funny. Like, who does that? Yeah, who who does do that? Who would ever recreate that or anything? Oh my! I, God. <laughs> is there a? I, it wasn't it wasn't me, but is there a story of somebody creating the tater tot scene? Somebody, I can't quite remember who, but I don't know which direction to point here. But. Justin, are you a John Heater impersonator? <laughs> No, it's not that. Like I said, he was my he was my obsession art form. Yes. Um just like making short films as like a kiddo, make it like getting the camera, making fake scenes up. And of course, you know, the first couple times you go to film things, you're just kind of trying to recreate something. You're never have an actual original idea. Not some people never have that. But definitely, I tried to remake like a short skit of Napoleon Dynamite, and I named it Neapolitan Kryptonite. <laughs> That's actually like an amazing name. <laughs> <laughs> and we, of course, Daniel was curly-headed, uh, still is, as you can see. 
And yeah, he was the perfect so test case. Yeah, he got typecast. <laughs> and we threw like one of my sister's shirts on him that had like a horse on it. Mm-hmm. And we just went from there. I think we might have had boots. I don't know if we even oh, saw yeah. the boots. But yeah, I had boots that were probably like two sizes too big or something. That were just flopping around, I think. How many takes did it take to have you say like gosh, gosh? <laughs> just... like like at least like 18 of me of justin just nitpicking like oh it wasn't quite good enough to impersonate this this crazy person like yeah I just keep saying the one word i, I can just imagine you had to look down a certain angle and everything like i can just imagine like goodness. a teenage justin like teenage <laughs> was this teenage justin or I was feel this like it like might have been yesterday? very early it, it might have been like preteen Preteen or like just on the cusp of teen. Preteen Justin just like yelling at his yelling at his brother, just like (laughs) say it right. Yeah, like gosh. (laughs) Yeah, it was the motion and like everything. And just I'm sure there was a dance scene. I don't know if there was, but there should have been. I don't think so. Man, no, I don't think. Thinking, I still can't dance, even to the caliber of Napoleon Dynamite. So yeah, so there probably wasn't a dance scene. But but I I think it really I think with Napoleon Dynamite you only really like get it if you've like met people like that in your life. True. Because had, like a like, brother that idolizes him, so then becomes him type thing. I did. Yeah. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I don't the sense of humor and everything like that because that oh, was true. my experience with Napoleon Dynamite yeah. was like oh yeah we're gonna watch this or like we'll talk later about other movies that were watched every day after school at the same time and and stuff like that and so like that was my introduction being two years younger yeah to that sort of humor was because justin liked it so much and then all of a sudden you're in a, a short film that could have won many <laughs> awards but you know well it's, well it's just we we all we all kind of grew up in the midwest and once we uh once once we expanded outside of our like you know immediate school circle started meeting weirdos and like you know late middle high school you're just kind of like huh the 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 weird person who like has a llama and just like throws food at them. Like you just kind of know that person yeah. just to see well, like this. Them, yeah. Oh yeah. Or mm-hmm. you, so you just see this characterization. You're like, this is, this is like not too far off actually. It is. It hits yeah. something spot on. I want to talk about the soundtrack to that movie. I don't remember all of the songs by heart, like their titles, names and all that, but there was a Jameer quiet, song that he dances to the main dance song i want to say like got candy in my heels tonight well yep and he's just like doing all the things oh beautiful absolutely beautiful um i want to say we forever young is amazing like if that plays at a school dance you know it's rip roaring and then you got the version with uh who is it jay-z jay-z had his version of forever young so when that came out i was listening every day dancing by myself in my room holding up nothing (laughs) holding up no oh i don't want to share that secret i was holding nothing i swear i i I just think i just think my favorite thing about that whole sequence the dance scene and yes i am looking this up because i have napoleon dynamite pulled up on wikipedia as well uh they only made it because they're like I think this John Heater guy can dance. Yeah. So they just did it because they're like, hey, you could you could dance, right? We're gonna we're gonna do that. And I'm like, I can I can I can I can admire when a movie does that. 
especially since at this point, like, assuming they shot kind of shot the movie kind of in order, they're like, they had to have been like, all right, our budget's tapped out. We blew our budget on the Jammery Kwai song. <laughs> We're like, at the end title, the credits, um, tetherball scene where they just. They fade out playing tetherball. He's doing it terribly. Um, I want to say that's. It's funny because the name of that band is When in Rome, and he later stars in a movie called When in Rome, or at least is a supportive character. I don't remember exactly, but um, what is that song called? It's a good song. I don't know, but it's just majestic, and yet you just watch it fade to black, and your life's forever changed. It is. I. This this makes me every time I think of like John Heater and Napoleon Dynamite, I just I just really want to watch Napoleon Dynamite again. Which there's a period which there's a period of my life when I said I don't want to watch Napoleon Dynamite. I don't <laughs> of like ten. I don't think this is funny. I'd rather watch cartoons. And now I just get the small town humor. Let's really quick go through some of the characters. Uh, we won't go through all the movies like this, but for this one. We'll go through a few of the characters and just talk about them, our impressions, uh, fun facts about them, anything we can think of. The first one that pops up is Uncle Rico. Like, come on. That is so, per- like you say, the small town aspect? Yes. It's the guy who never made it to the college football, or he makes it to the college football, and then he doesn't make it pro. He's just, just that close. I could throw and, one of them over, his, that over there. His whole life is just like thinking he's thinking he's had that glory. Yes. Mm-hmm. He taking it out on it. everyone around him. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Uh, um, I want to say the care the actor himself was vegetarian. Oh. And it's funny. You know why? They love steak. <laughs> he was always <laughs> chewing out a steak. He would actually spit out the, the steak in between takes. Dang. Don't ask how I know. But I think I like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. I'll say I, I remember a story of you doing the tater tot scene at school. Like did lining I? your pockets with Ziploc bags. Yeah. Because I oh, remember I did. mom complaining that you had <laughs> potatoes in your pockets. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't like think you I set lied. it up. You set it up with people in your class, like, hey, like, kick my pocket type thing. (laughs) And I remember you, like, bragging about it and, like, taking – you might have just, like, taken a Ziploc bag of tater tots to school or something like that. That's why I remember the Ziploc bag. But, yeah, like, that's what I was saying, like, impersonating something from the movie. Not even the video that we did, but, like, the commitment of, like, you know what? I love this scene so much. I'm going to have someone kick some tater tots in my pocket. (laughs) Like, like that that – if I a movie see, can I have don't that remember. impact, you know, like that just makes it legendary. <laughs> I, I I imagine that I, I imagine that you got you got little kid Justin and he's just trying to talk to talk to people be like, dude, at like <laughs> in like couple minutes in the class, just like try and kick my pockets, it's gonna be funny. And he's like, Okay, this is weird, but whatever. So he does it, and you're just like fumbling through like these lines of like why, why the hell did you kick my pocket, dude? Yeah. Just trying to go through with it. Like, just causing a disturbance. Oh, the teacher's like, Justin, what are you doing? And you're just in your Napoleon Dynamite impression. You're like, leave my freaking tots alone. God, <laughs> leave me alone. Leave I'm, me sure alone. That's, I'm sure someone else would have seen it. And I was like, hey, 
let's let let's act out the scene right now and see what people say because it was more for the reaction like i'm like i know this will get a reaction because there was another time not related to napoleon dynamite but i would always do stupid shit like this like i brought in a sham wow to school once and i had one kid i was in a study hall they had to move the study hall for some reason and i was a study hall with people i was never in study hall with and there was just one kid i kind of knew and i was like hey um you should spill your water because it was just water. You should spill it really quick. And then I will do a little infomercial bit with my sham wow in front of everyone in this oh study God. hall and to the teacher that was <laughs> watching us and see what they do. So he like accidentally spills it and he goes, Oh no, what what will I do? And I and oh, I like, wow. the sham I out, my water. And I pull it out and I'm like, well, actually. <laughs> I've got this. It's super absorbent and blah, blah, blah. And the teacher then goes, why did you spill that? Like you purposely spilled that and starts like talking to the kid who spilt it, not me who instigated it. And the kid then gets into a fight with the teacher, like a verbal fight. And then is taken from the room. <laughs> that was your plan all along. And, then, and I'm standing there with like the half soaked ShamWow going like, I'm going to put this away. <laughs> Completely sidetracked from the John Heater, but oh, that yeah. was an amazing no, story. I don't even think that's a complete sidetrack. I think that is just a, a, a slight tangent away it's, from the impact that John Heater has had. Johnny Heater left his Johnny Heater seeds and he sprouted them across. <laughs> I was like, well, you know him that personally. You know him as a, on a Johnny level. He he spread his seeds all across your mind. The United States. <laughs> and I was just one of those seeds growing, blossoming, and I became my own heater plant. Okay. Wow. I, I, uh, okay, let's get on the uh, book. Aaron Rule, Kip. Yep, Kip. Kip, uh, Kip sticks in my mind a lot. Um, I I know somebody personally who, at least with the online girlfriend aspect of it, was exactly <laughs> like Kip. Oh no! Not the yeah, that's awesome. I just straight up is like is it was somebody we never knew. They like met online, you know. Girl, uh, girl got ran over by a car. You know, it's like. <laughs> dude wrote songs for her um his uh her her dad was in debt to albanian loan sharks um yeah literally it's an uh, internet girlfriend i was gonna say also knew the prince of zimbabwe pretty much <laughs> it, it's i it's so ridiculous like it, you think that you see this and you're like, oh, that's just a, a stereotype taken too far. But at least for me personally, I knew somebody who tried to convince me he had an online girlfriend by using the plot to Grand Theft Auto 4. <laughs> like, so, he, he would, like, just bring up, like, different facts that relate, relate and they're like, oh, man, like my uh her dad's like in debt to albanian loan sharks and i just want to take her a better life and it would hit me later i'm like this dude's just going through the plot to grand theft auto 4 so i feel like you had you either had a really close relationship with this person or since you have so much like it was you no like, it was so many me. examples and stuff like i'm 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 getting a feeling 
No, this is just straight up somebody who was like, would just insert himself into the friend group we're in and just like, oh no, make it no. make his concerns known. But it was yeah. like it, it was it, the stereotype was done almost perfectly because it's just ridiculous on ridiculous. Good lord, um, there are actually a couple characters that once they enter your mind, you will instantly go, oh yeah, uh, Pedro, obviously. I voted for him. Yeah, everyone he, had a vote for Pedro. Mm -hmm. Sure, he had such yeah. a minimal amount of lines, <laughs> but was still just like all of a sudden the movie becomes about him getting president. Like it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Like like that whole plot of it is just like very last minute. It really is. And then it it goes and he gets it and he gets a, his little sequence at the end. Da, 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 da. And they're in the pinata, the pinata, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm living my life." And all he does is smile, just barely. He's like, "Huh, like I did, I did this." <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, see, I feel like the whole movie is like about background characters, and he's like the background of the background <laughs> character, and becomes the main character. It's weird, but I'm okay with it. Rex, Rex Quando, <laughs> Rex Quando, pants. A beautiful I... way to start a movie. Would you would you say that Rex Quando was just like John Heater was your impression to become a comedian? Rex Quando was your inspiration to become a buff boy. Oh, you you know it. <laughs> I was like, I can't wait to wear bandanas and really baggy American flag pants, and I can't wait to come home to Starla every night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, I can see. I it. forgot about her. You think I got where I am today? Going home to Starla every night, looking like you, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and then shows a picture of her, and she's this bodybuilding woman, like built <laughs> three times the size of Napoleon Dynamite. Like <laughs> beautiful. Um, Haley Duff is in this movie. Yep, I was just seeing that too. As oh, someone like the, the bully person or whatever, like the she's like the girl. popular girl. Um, Deb the best quote from the movie in my opinion like the most quotable in day-to-day -day, every everyday life is the i see you're drinking yeah i uh, was at two percent yeah two percent is that because you think you're fat you could drink whole if you would want to <laughs> you could be, you could be drinking whole if you wanted to <laughs> yeah like the worst way the worst pickup line of all time and i know most attempted too like in school lunchroom type yeah environment and the director of that movie basically admitted to like this was just his school experience and i don't know if he's saying he was napoleon dynamite but just like as a whole like this is a lot of these are a lot of things that happen so i don't know if he was referencing someone else or himself but especially like the dancing scene where they're like super far apart the dance is a slow dance scene and like their hands are on each other's shoulders and well, that's that's how like ideally uh, schools wanted you to dance at dances yep. <laughs> like at least for me it's like oh shoulder length apart and it's like well this is this isn't fun <laughs> it's 12 times more awkward than anything else yeah, yeah. it just it makes it worse it. well and with that i think we're gonna move on to the next movie <laughs> that beautiful beautiful masterpiece so um, what are so we? Is thinking? anyone else still waiting for Napoleon Dynamite two? I think it's gonna happen. He's gonna have a kid. 
That would be. I I didn't even know they were considering it too. They I weren't. No, they but are. They actually but... were either going to have an animated show to follow up or some. Yeah, I think they had a animated. Yeah, show I was going to say up. the animated show exists, but like, oh, did, did it actually exist? I never saw. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah I, I, I have it. I know a... that it's a thing. I, I haven't seen it because I mean how do you how do you uh how do you improve upon perfection? Yeah. But I mean like it seems like just looking at it, a lot of the cast came back. Wow. That's yeah, I don't know if it was a continuation or like part bits and pieces throughout the timeline of the movie. I wonder um, if they go to college or something. I know Deb was saving up. <laughs> Selling her little brain. <laughs> Maybe it's it's all there's they only, college. The, they oh, only uh, they only made six episodes of it, so maybe it's a quality over quantity type thing. I don't hey, know. Usually, when there's not a lot of something, it means it's good, right? Uh, how many episodes <laughs> do we have? <laughs> I said that's, that's what I've heard about like muscles and stuff like that. Less is more, so oh, I've been doing it wrong. Okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna have to change Stop my life choices here. <laughs> All right. Do we want to go into the immediate next uh, John Heater classic, or do we want to touch on a couple of other ones? Because this next one's the Benchwarmers. The Benchwarmers. Now, this was a movie I have some that stories about was, this. That was on. I I've day told, after school. <laughs> I've told Justin this theory that every that every male in his like early to mid twenties as a intense soft spot for the bench warmers no okay. matter what their sense style of humor is no matter what their sense of humor is all they have to do is think of the of the uh, i am 12 written in crayon <laughs> and they just start laughing yeah i am 12 <laughs> yeah you just proven the point this is written in crayon <laughs> yeah oh you have stories about it though i would say i just remember um coming from home from school and my older brother got off school earlier than me and um, would watch the same movie every day. And so I just get home to the same part of this same movie, the movie being bench warmers, my brother being Justin and, and just literally him watching the same movie every day, me getting there like, Oh, okay, I guess this is on again. And so missing the first like 15, 20 minutes of the movie, but then seeing that every day, I mean, I still like the movie to this day, but that's just like my biggest memory. And I tell everyone about it. Like, oh, yeah, I've seen that movie like once or twice, but the beginning only legitimately once or twice. So, <laughs> so I, I want to see you view the beginning of the movie as if it because it's probably like the first time you've ever seen it. <laughs> so I shared it with some friends a couple weeks ago and I, w I was laughing the most probably during the beginning parts with like some beef stew going on and, oh, yeah. and, and things like that. And yeah, it's it's an enjoyable part of the movie that I, I wish I would have saw it more as a child, but you know <laughs> I guess you can't have everything. So now now just to clarify, you said you've seen the beginning once or twice. Justin, how often would you put on the bench warmers? <laughs> what do you mean? Every day. Literally. <laughs> I'm not I'm not it exaggerating. Was it was like my cool down like back like I literally could put it on in the background and then eventually like start actually watching it and then I'd go away from it. I don't know yeah. if I'd watch it all the way through every time, but usually by the time like everybody was home, it would eventually either get turned off or, and like someone else would do something or watch something else. So it was pretty much every day though. <laughs> <laughs> For, like at least like a year or so. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, it, it was very often. So there's a while where I was like, you know what? I'm not a huge fan of this movie. But now, like with some some space in between viewings, it's it's very enjoyable. <laughs> well, you let it simmer a little bit more. Uh -huh. Exactly. Like nice... You don't remember every second of the movie. There's a little bit of surprise. Oh yeah, I forgot about this two minute period compared to. <laughs> oh yep, I know exactly what's gonna happen every uh, time. That's a good one. I want to watch that one again. <laughs> <laughs> don't get hooked. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't get hooked. Um, my favorite quote or line or at least sequence from it is when they're all in this rich guy's house and they're like he's like we're gonna form a team we're gonna make all the people who sit to the side and do these things and they're never like first place they're always last place always pick last we're gonna make a team called the bench warmers and you guys are gonna they're all gonna look up to you you were the bench warmers as kids but now you rock kind of thing and then he gets a little robot butler guy and he comes out and he's like hello i am your butler uh can i make you a sandwich and then they're all like yeah and he has like a sandwich machine that pops out new sandwiches and john heater everyone's like ordering this normal stuff like david spade's like i'll have ham and swiss with the crust cut off and boom it comes out and he's like yeah and he, and beforehand he goes like i'm gonna throw you a curveball and it's just like a normal sandwich but then john heater orders and it's like tuna on rye with pudding skim and skittles or something like that it's like, <laughs> it's like it's the most disgusting sandwich and it comes out and he's like his eyes light up and he's like yes i got the sandwich of my life so like when i go to order stuff i will sometimes say it and no one will understand <laughs> So, so you're talking about like you just go into Subway and you're like, <laughs> what? They're like, what can we get you? No, like, no, no, no. We know I'm what gonna, I say when I go into Subway. Oh, we know that, but sometimes it'll just be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with a, uh, I'm gonna hit you with a curveball. Except you don't say that because that's not the joke of the movie. You're, you're just like, all right, tuna skittles, <laughs> and you're just expecting them to laugh. With pudding, just look at you. And what's pudding skin? I'm pretty sure it's like the layer mm -hmm. of pudding on top when it like congeals. The, yeah, the uh, that, coagulated. That's what I think of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, the Some crusted rim of pudding. Oh. Some people love it, and I dislike those people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! I'm trying to think of any other. Oh, um, the only other character. Oh, here, really quick. The mm -hmm. only other. No, I use a lot of these quotes all the time. The I am 12, the yep. whole, someone asks your age, you just go, oh, I am 12. And then they're like, oh my God, like, please <laughs> stop. And then the other one is when I walk out of a bathroom that somebody just yep. used, and I'm like, who destroyed yep. this? Because <laughs> in the movie, there's a guy that does that after, I don't know who was in the bathroom. I think it was John Heater's character. And he goes, who destroyed this? And he projectile vomits everywhere. Yep. <laughs> As he walks out the porta potty. I say one of my favorite moments in the in the movie, something that always comes into my mind is when the the older gentleman at the video store just goes, I love or I smell <laughs> yeah. cinnamon rolls. Yeah, I'll say that one. <laughs> and so like I'll be at the mall or something that smells cinnamon, and that's like the only thing that goes to my mind. I'll be like, I smell cinnamon rolls. And then everyone just looks at me and he's like, Yeah, they're right there. I'm like, oh. It's like, oh, you, either me? Okay. Know, you either know the bench warmers or you don't. Mm -hmm. Well, it's... I know that I will just state things the way that old man states that line in the movie. And I will just say things like that. Like, 
I'm hungry for hot dogs. Like, like I will just say <laughs> things you're thinking like of him, that, and I'm thinking of that every time. Like, and everyone always goes like, "What is he? What?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, I say my my favorite character from the movie has to be Howie. Howie's a good one. Mm-hmm. Howie's a good one. He's the brother of David Spade's character. Yep, Richie, and. Yep. He eats sunblock for some reason. That's at the end, yeah, when he's overcoming his fear of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Under a table at Pizza Hut. <laughs> he With... pees in a bottle mm-hmm. in his room. My favorite is when he has to get the Girl Scout cookies. Oh, yes. He runs outside with his little foam or plastic sword. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then like runs with it and everything. And then the girls just run and he just takes like two boxes or something. He doesn't even take the whole cart, I don't think. Oh, yeah. But yeah, oh, just terrified I love of when he, I love when he's like up against the wall, up against the wall. And he's just like slowly putting his hand out. And then it goes in the sun. And he goes, ha! <laughs> like he makes his own like sound. And he's just like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just like, what was that? <laughs> who is this character? And then who who plays him? I forget. Isn't it uh, like Nick Swartzen or something? Nick Swartzen. Yeah. yeah. And he's I like a writer or a producer or something like that on the show, on the movie, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it made sense. It's... Usually the writers of classic movies like this, they're usually like a supporting role. They're like, I still got to get in this movie somewhere, but they're obviously not gonna want to be a main role and have to deal with all that but he he found his place there um what uh, there's a lot of geek culture in it which is awesome like there's a lot of star wars references there's knight rider there's just a ton of stuff where you're like i'm a nerd i like this stuff it's cool to see that there's like a millionaire dude billionaire dude that loves all these things has a batmobile like it's cool and it's not in like an overly obnoxious, like super cynical way. Like it's pop, like that's popular now with like when Wendy's is like, "Ha, huh, we're a corporation, but we're partnering with Rick and Morty nerds like that." Welcome to Morty's, not Wendy's. It's like the whole time you're just like, "Please go away." But yeah, it's with this. It's like okay, uh-huh. this is it's yeah, like a this celebration. Is just like, yeah. It's a celebration and something about I don't know what it is about these like specific kinds of movies but we brought up uh we brought up Howie the brother with Nick Swartzen something something about these movies they take people who are just not funny and just make them funny. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't like Nick Swartzen's other things but I like him in Benchformers. Yeah. I don't like Rob Schneider. Yeah. I, don't think he's very funny, but something in this movie, he's really funny, and I don't know what it is. There's like that magic secret ingredient, and you know I, think, I think I think the it's glue, just John Heater. I think the glue holding it together, yeah, it's John Heater. I'm sorry if I cut you off there, but like that was the realization in my head. I was like, whoa. Um, I know every day because of this movie, I eat a full serving of macaroni. In the beginning of the day and at night, because there's a scene where they're like, "What was it?" David Spade's like, "Oh, they must be on steroids or something." And then, <laughs> and then John Heater asks, "What are steroids?" And then he's like, "Oh, something that makes your pee pee smaller." And he's like, oh. realizing that he has a small. 
<laughs> and realizing that he eats macaroni every day and thinking there's actually a correlation. And he goes, there must be steroids in macaroni. <laughs> it's like, it's so so like, like in his eyes, you see the, the realization. I'm like, that's where John Heater shines. I'm pretty sure there's a booger picking scene where like in most movies, I'd be like, wow, this is some low freaking brow humor. Low hanging fruit. Literally. Yeah. Like, oh, I get it. But the way they do it, it looks. It looked like that he was actually eating something too. I don't know if they gave him something to eat, but he had it and he's like, mm. and literally just chewing on like a freaking gerbil. And and he wears a helmet. Mm -hmm. I, why does he wear a helmet? Did we ever figure that out in the movie? Because I, I think that might be one of those things where he, he's just an idiot. <laughs> I, say, I feel like someone asks in the movie or something and, um, and like, Someone responds saying like that it's just for his protection or something like that, and like they're serious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like it's legitimate protection. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he would, and then he. I think he finally takes it off, and they even make jokes about it. Like, what is wrong with your head? <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, he gives it to one of the kids or something. Oh yeah, the next the next generation of bench warmers. Oh, I remember mm -hmm. those kids now. Some of them are weirdos. Sammy Sprinkler. <laughs> Sammy Sprinkler. Yes. I say that's what that's one of the like the references that I that I always think of as well. Like if you ever see someone be like, oh okay, Sammy Sprinkler, and then you do it right back. But <laughs> so good. I mean, unless there's anything else you guys want to talk about it, I think we can move on to the next one. Yeah. Saying, um, the other thing is I, I just I like guess... when he has his hands taped together with the bat and runs with it back. Oh yeah, he has problems <laughs> way he with runs, swinging yeah. the bat, so the character tapes his hands together, or someone else tapes them together for him so he doesn't throw it. Because every time he'd hit the ball, there were like these awesome shots of like it getting thrown off into the trees and then three dead squirrels just falling <laughs> off the tree. <laughs> yeah. Or like, oh, like threatens to hit someone while he's running the bases so yep. he can get safe and everything. Um, I guess the only thing I can think of, and it's it's more tangentially related, um, just because David Spade is in the movie. Uh, what are the uh, what are the uh, Novak brothers' thoughts on Joe Dirt? I don't have a anything on it. Like I like it. It's a good movie. As far as it's not a good movie, it's a good popcorn movie. Like I, I, it's I not just put have... together well. It's just there's very nostalgic moments that. You guys yeah. remember the scene where the dog's nuts got stuck to the floor? I've never seen it, so no. Oh! <laughs> um, now, now, all that happened right here was Kyle just seems like a weirdo for knowing that scene. Yeah, I was like, hmm. it's, they focus on it, and I think they do it to like twice. I've always wanted to know if that's like CGI or like practical effects. <laughs> it's it's stuck in my brain. Well, like I, I never, I never got that answer, and it's like. Did, did, did they just like computer generate it and somebody's job for a while was CGI dog nuts or did they build it in real life and someone's job for a while was building real fake dog nuts I need to know either way, either it way how do I time. sign up yeah either oh. way like I never got this answer and it doesn't change anything that person obviously had a good day at work but like these are the kind of things that these are the reasons why we need these movies you're not wrong I, I have no response. I might. Yeah. With I don't that, know if that makes me want to watch the movie or not want to watch it. 
Um, I'm in the same you, spot. But if you like bench warmers, you might get a laugh or two out of Joe Dirt. Yeah. Good to know. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so we've got. Well, this is this is the part where John Heater's career is like at its peak because after this he has a surfs up and blades of glory and then he just kind of disappears and like rides off into the John Heater sunset essentially. Let's see. Let's look at some roles he had. It looks like in between Napoleon Dynamite he did Tank Man Begins. That's Are you familiar be... with Tank Man Begins? Um, I am seeing on here that in this movie of Tank Man Begins, he plays Batman. <laughs> yes. Tank Man, yeah. Yes. It's a beautiful thing. Um, I don't think we can share any of it. But basically the premise is John... Who is it? Jimmy Fallon is yep. late to the MTV Movie Awards. And he's like, oh no, I'm late to the MTV Movie Awards. What am I going to do? And then... He's like, I need someone to pick me up. No, this is <laughs> this is Jimmy Fallon. He sounds like he's trying to be <laughs> many other people all the time. I don't like, I don't like him. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's going to get back to us, and Jimmy Fallon's going to come after us. But that's fine. He'll be too busy laughing in the middle of a scene, anyways. So, <laughs> wow. um, he's like, oh no, what am I going to do? And then. Batman Begins came out, the Christian Bale first one um, of the trilogy, the Christopher Nolan trilogy, had yeah. recently come out. So they took snippets from that movie, as well as like filming a couple new ones, and then just put Napoleon Dynamite in it and put Jimmy Fallon in the movie, where he basically goes, "Oh my God, it's Batman! Can I get in?" And then Batman's just like, "Get in!" And then, and then he like he goes in, and he go, they go through a chase where. Batman accidentally like knocks something over, so the cops start coming after him. And then, oh, who's the guy? Andy Dick. Andy Dick is in it as a police officer, and he's like, "I'm chasing Batman. Oh no! Or no, I'm chasing this man in a tank. What's his name? Tank Man? I don't know." So then, that's where it comes from. And like, there's a part where Batman's like, "Stay calm," and he just like goes. And then he, in the movie, he goes down to like shoot a turret thing or like some weird gadget. But in this, it's just a crane game where he gets a little stuffed animal of Batman and gives it to Jimmy Fallon. And Jimmy Fallon's like, why is this a thing? Why do I have this? And then at the end, they like arrive and uh, Jimmy Fallon's like, I'm so glad that I made it to the movie awards on time. Thank you, Batman. Blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> he says something else and all of a sudden Napoleon Dynamite pulls down the mask and it's him the whole time. And he's like, gosh and then and then they start talking about how batman is not really a superhero or something he's like who do you think i am freaking superman i've got tons of powers and he just names normal things that guys can do like paintball powers uh hang gliding powers <laughs> like just like all this normal stuff sweet and it's arm blades uh, yeah and he's like oh and these sweet arm blades <laughs> and it's just so funny like i would Everyone should stop this video, go watch it, come back. We'll wait. So you know what we're talking about. Yeah, we'll wait. It's a beautiful thing because it just rips on the Batman Begins movie. <laughs> like the scenes that were just normal scenes in that movie all of a sudden become 
I've actually watched that movie since, and I just go, oh my god, I remember when they made fun of this. Like, there's a part where the <laughs> Batmobile's ripping off all these tiles on this yes, nice, like, Italian-style roof, and then all of a sudden, Jimmy Fallon is playing another, like, side character where he's this Italian man that was, like, putting the shingles on the roof, and he's like, curse you, a tank man! Yeah, he's like, after, like, a hundred years, my roof is finally finished! <laughs> curse you tank man yeah it's so good it's so good. everyone go watch it you will love tank it's probably my favorite thing besides napoleon dynamite that john heater is in um he's in just like heaven with reese witherspoon a classic um he's in monster house is as reginald name- skull skullinsky like his nickname is skull and his last name is skullinsky is beautiful that movie going back and watching it the animation is pretty rough like even a couple years after it came out i remember it not being that great but essentially there's a house that's alive that is scary and who does he play like what does his character do in the movie i'm pretty sure he's like one of the bully characters isn't yeah he? something like that i don't remember exactly or, i think no he's, he's like, like a pizza guy is he? He's like he's like a pizza guy that shows up and like he's the voice of reason of like the older kids. Like he he's the cool like cuz they're all kids they're like, "Oh man, the pizza guy, he's cool because he's the pizza guy." When then when you get older, you're like, "Pizza guy's just the pizza guy, whatever." But like to the kids, he was like really good at video games or something. I don't remember exactly. I, saying, I feel like there was a scene where he was at like at an arcade or something like yep, that. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Um, it starred Mitchell Musso, which was, I'm pretty sure. Isn't that the, is that like a Wizards of Waverly place no, for some reason? That's for no, you. Hannah, Hannah Montana. Montana. Hannah oh, Montana. Okay. the, yeah, um, the, the, the friend, boy friend, yeah. not boyfriend, but yeah. yeah, the friend of Hannah Montana. So a Disney mm-hmm. channel star. There mm-hmm. we go. There we go. But yeah, this movie was pretty good i don't remember too much from it i remember it being pretty cool and i remember knowing for a fact it was john heater when he spoke because he's typecast in absolutely everything that was a good one um surf's up surf's, surf's up. up surf's up alex would have a lot to say about yeah um, good thing he's not here i don't want to listen to it yeah no it's <laughs> was that like an iconic movie for his childhood or something I don't know I, why, but we brought up Surf's Up just in regular conversation, and he's like, Surf's Up! But in, then he talks about how Surf's Up 2 is just garbage, and he's got a whole opinion on it. Maybe we'll do a Surf's Up episode. We don't know. Maybe. Well, we, neither of us have seen Surf's Up 2, which came out 10 years later. Um, Alex doesn't seem to like it, but here's the thing. John Heater came back to voice Chicken Joe. So. If the script is good enough to bring back the John John Heater, you know the John, <laughs> the Chicken John, the John, um, <laughs> yeah, that movie's good because he's literally a chicken where there's a bunch of penguins, and then all the penguins don't make sense being in this like tropical habitat either. Like it doesn't make sense, but he's a bird, a flightless bird with another flightless bird, and they're just hanging out surfing. Uh, I can't think of any quotable lines from the movie. The thing I remember most from Surf's Up is how it was filmed like an episode of The Office. Yeah, it was like a mockumentary oh, yeah. style. 
like, a, yeah, like that's kind of a creative way to present it. Um, but other than that, yeah, I think I just need to add stuff think- up. To my I think watch. we saw that on my birthday one year. Like we went to see it. I don't think I remember picking the movie either. So I remember <laughs> we seeing it in a theater, but I don't yeah. remember in a, the occasion. I think we went and we're just told like we're watching the movie for your birthday. And I'm like, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> That's I mean, great. probably because it had John Heater, to be honest. Oh yeah. yeah. Why it was like, picked. Well well, it's like mm-hmm. we he's gonna pick that one anyway because it has John Heater in it. <laughs> Oh yeah! And Once we'll I realized, time. oh yeah, I was all over it. I was all over Chicken Joe. Um, let's see what else we got here. See, uh, outside of Surf's Up and Blades of Glory, Blades of Glory is another one. That is that is another good one. I think it was around this time that he just uh, he just kind of started really doing his own thing because. Uh, According to his uh, Wikipedia, his him and his brother Dan started starring their own uh, martial art comedy web series. <laughs> what called uh, called Sock Baby? Oh, okay. Sock um, Baby. There is uh, there's a lot to Sock Baby. Holy crap! Um, yeah, no, he's uh, John Heater plays his character as Manito Frogman. So I think I have to watch Sock Baby. Yeah, this is something that I'm wondering if any of his things, because they're not always that high of a budget, if any of them have any weird copyright things. I wonder if there's some we might be able to watch live. And just Maybe. Maybe. I mean, with, I mean, this is an uh, online web series, so I'll have to see on that one. I don't know. But that would be fun. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I brought up in the beginning his personal life. Um, the reason I did that is because you go into like any celebrity's webpage, their personal life is like just as massive as like their work that they've done. Because celebrities are always getting like some kind of wacky drunk driving shenanigans or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, all the crimes they've done, all the people they've married. John Heaters is literally super wholesome. Heater has been married to Christian Bale to uh, Christian Bale's. <laughs> Now you got John Heater coming for us. Heater has married <laughs> Kristen Bale since 2002, having met her at university. Uh, member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They have four kids, and that's it. Wow. Christian Bale. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that's why how he knew how to be Batman so well. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Really quick, though. Him as a Batman villain, who would he play the best as? John Heater as a Batman villain. I would love Poison to Ivy. say see <laughs> who? Who did you say? Poison Ivy. <laughs> I would love to see his take on the Joker, because if Jared Leto can do it, John Heater can do it a million times better. But I think he would do Wait, wait, that. wait. What would be a line that a Joker by John Heater would say, though. We gotta um, break that down. Okay. Are we doing... Uh, which kind of a, which kind of Joker are we doing? Like, Are we doing like a Joaquin Phoenix Joker? Or I like... think he would be along the lines of... No, he'd definitely do like a Why So Serious... Um, a, Heath, a Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, type, Ledger type deal. Okay. Um, I guess the now I'm trying... Back. I guess I'm trying to think of like how he would do like the famous uh, 
the the famous you know the monologue of like gosh you you want to know how i got these scars or something like that (laughs) i guess i'm just running that through my head um i'm trying to think of like a line he would say though i'm thinking well no that that's one there honestly um i just would imagine him going like you want to see a magic trick? And he just starts dancing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. Like as he's riding off in the sunset, like as the city's blowing up, he's just like, <laughs> um, but in terms of which one I think would best fit him, I would honestly think a John heater Riddler would be amazing. I was like, that's the one I was. I thought Joker at first, but then I was thinking like, how would he like laugh like the Joker? And I, I just couldn't imagine it. So I think I think Riddler I think would be a good, a good fit as well. I mean, the only like movie version of Riddler that we have, at least in live action, is Jim Carrey, who went yeah. like so over, over the, the top. top. Mm-hmm. So over the top, he might as well have been a Joker. So do a yeah. Riddler who's like all about riddles, you know? And be like. Mm-hmm. Riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> like I'm just imagining him being super monotone and just like, mm-hmm. and like, like DC's a super been trying intricate riddle or something like that. DC's like been trying frustrated. to change things up. I will be all I'd be all on DC side if they did a uh, John Heater Marvel, a John Heater or Riddler. <laughs> Marvel. That's how good Marvel is. Uh-huh. I say, Justin, what do you think? Who do you think? I thought of the Riddler. I thought yeah. of the Riddler right away. So just so you know, John, get out there. Are there any twin characters? Because him and his twin could do something. Oh, I think there's that's any, a like, Riddler duos. thing to do. Yeah, you know? what if there was a twin the whole time? Like that's. I think that's a very Riddler thing to do is have yeah. his twin. That's the riddle. That's the twist. Yeah, at the end is like there were really John's two of them. It- and it all ties together because uh, who directed the Batman trilogy for DC? Christopher Nolan. You know what other movie Christopher Nolan directed? The Prestige, which is about magician twins. It's it's all coming together. No. That's too much. That's I, too much. This is our life is a Christopher Nolan movie. Oh my god. Starring John Heater. <laughs> I, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Um, let's see what else he was in. We had Mama's Boy. Mama's boy was good. He was playing a mama's boy. Yeah, nice. that's he. He. Uh, this is this is when he started. Like you started feeling the effects of his typecast. Yes. yes. Because this is when you knew the downfall was beginning. Because we're still has, okay with it, but I mean, he, after after Mama's boy, you you can see it. I see it too. His filmography is kind of uh, kind of like limited, and what he's picking is kind of weird. Like I'm seeing a lot of uh, I'm seeing a lot of uh, dubs for foreign animated movies. <laughs> Legend of Kung Fu Rabbit, voice of Fu. Like yeah, there's that. There's an Italian Pinocchio. There's like um, a Peruvian uh, like mouse movie that also stars Drake Bell. In Pinocchio, he was Leo the cat. That's that's good to know. He was in Epic Mickey 2, the video game, as Ooh. Seth. Okay, so 
what I know about Epic Mickey two, um, <laughs> you know about John Heater's in it. <laughs> and well, now that John Heater's in it, but uh, apparently the game is a musical. Oh, and I want to see John. I want to hear John Heater sing. Oh, maybe he's in it singing. I don't know. He's... I I'll have to check because uh, I I imagine he has a very majestic voice. He is also in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series as Napoleon Bonafrog. In the episode "The Croaking," another Napoleon. Nice. <laughs> he is in Ben Ten Omniverse as Clyde Five. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we're just going off what he's uh, played in, in a robot chicken, he played a uh, Napoleon Bonamite. So he has a couple characters that. Wait a minute, Napoleon Bonafrog is that playing off of Napoleon Dynamite? I, I wouldn't I would assume not. I'm assuming that's the the Bonaparte. Yeah, but why is his name Napoleon? Because maybe it's like name. maybe it's like a super weird reference to like his a sock baby thing where he was Frogman. That's what or, that's what I'm seeing is all these things are connected and it's kind of throwing me off. Maybe that's why he doesn't star in so much because he has to have everything connected to the John oh, so cinematic he, universe. He needs <laughs> oh there to no. Be. Oh my god. Like, I'm uh, on the side, I'm looking this up. Like, I'm looking. Okay, Napoleon Bonafrog is a character that was established, like, early on in, like, 1987. So it's not, like, a play on. But Napoleon. I feel like it's very possible that he was cast because for the connection. Just for the connection. Just for the name yeah. of Napoleon. Oh my god. Like, they thought, you know, people are going to enjoy this, and they probably did. This is just strange. The, I, all the lines are matching up. I'm drawing everything together. We've got him in Ghost Team. Ghost Team is a, a movie. So here's the thing. I haven't seen that, but uh, Google gave it to me for free. And okay. I didn't even know John Heater was in it. So now it's at the top of my watch list. <laughs> We've got. I'm trying to see if there's just like anything else that he happens to show up in. He's in the new Tremors movie, Shrieker Island. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything that's like coming out soon. He's in another romantic comedy called Funny Thing About Love. That's going to be coming out soon. So he's making stuff. He's it's just, one. yeah, he's in a show called Pickle and Peanut as Pickle. Wait, so then is he like Wait, no. Main I see. Voice? No, wait. He's a He's not Is he pickle? It's saying he's pickle. Cuz I'm, what I'm saying it says he's peanut. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, no. No, okay. My 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 source my source is wrong. I clicked on it oh. and he is in fact pickle. Okay. He is pickle. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we cleared that up. That's I was I was getting nervous. I, I know at times John Heater, fun fact, has played on Xbox and he will do the Napoleon Dynamite voice just to mess with people. I could see that. I could see him doing that. I, I, I like most celebrities where like they start to hate the role that got him big. I could see John Heater being like, a, yeah, pe people He's like, like I know. With it. It's like, I, I know what I am. <laughs> He's come to terms with it. Oh, 
man, is there anything else that we could like top this all off with? Uh, I'm trying to think. This has already been one of our longer episodes, and it's just been us talking about John Heater. Yeah, that's the point. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Blades of Glory, it's nice that he can, because Will Ferrell is considered like high caliber. He's definitely like an A-list actor. Everybody knows him, though I don't like him in everything. He still goes toe to toe. John Heater and Will Ferrell go toe to toe. Nobody's really taken the center stage in that one. They're both just working off each other really well. I think that's probably the most like popular of a movie that he's been in, though, as far as like mainstream wise. I think like with advertisements and yes. stuff like that for promotions for it. Definitely, I would agree. The most like mm-hmm. mainstream, and I'm surprised he didn't go further with anything like that. Um, but it just sounds like he just wants to live his life with his family. Pick up a paycheck every once in a while and only do the projects he likes. Hopefully, John, you hear this. Uh, we'd love to have you on sometime. If we uh, like, literally, John, if we get a John Heater on the podcast, that would be the my life accomplishment. Yeah, so you have to stop after that, right? Mm, <laughs> if he tells us to, yeah. If John says please, <laughs> just stop. Then we'll do it here and here and now. Um, gotcha. But if we could have John on. We're just a couple clicks away. We'll send you a link. You can join the join the stream, man. Uh, on that note, I think we're gonna head out. This I think was we're a gonna, sequel I think nobody we're asked for. What, what? I think we're gonna wrap up and uh, send all this. Uh, send this link to uh, John here, and directly. Uh, yeah, yeah directly on his uh, directly on his social media media, and just like, hey, John, uh, we got we got probably doesn't have here. social media. He's I, got. He's got I mean, something. How how, are, how how is he going to stay connected with the world though? He's John Heater. He is John if Heater. he's pickle, he's got to have hey something. And if Dan, you want to get on here too, or we just interview you, that's but fine pretend too. That it's John yeah. or <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I want to find out about Dan how he's living his life. Uh, that would be cool. Uh, like a one-hour special about John that we talk, and then a one-hour <laughs> special about Dan where just he talks. Yeah. Well, like uh, just just looking right now, I uh, mean, people are still meeting him. I can see that. Uh, I see he's meeting fans as recently as last week. Oh well, there we so, go. So so wow. we're coming for you, John. <laughs> that sounds aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming for you, and we're going to record you on the internet. It's happening. Okay. Either that. Okay, so either you're going to get on the show, John, or we're going to cast you in our next movie that we make, and all will be fine with the world. Yeah. Okay, we're heading on out. See you guys later. Bye.